No agency, even a highly operational one like the Secret Service, can get away from the need for a solid information technology workforce. Getting a top-notch IT crew takes real planning and strategy, and the Secret Service has work to do there. Joining me with details, Carol Harris, Director of Information Technology and Acquisition Management Issues at the Government Accountability Office. Ms. Harris, good to have you back. Great to be here. And so you looked at the workforce planning, I guess, and strategy more than the workforce itself at Secret Service. What did you find there? Well, we we did look at the IT workforce planning and and their management practices. We also actually, Tom, looked at their IT portfolio management as well. So in doing so, we focused on the IT responsibilities that the Secret Service's chief information officer is required to perform per DHS policy, as well as the leading IT workforce planning and management practices. Um, now, get to you, directly to your question in terms of how they fared relative to IT workforce planning. Um, we found that uh, the Secret Service did not fully implement the majority of the IT workforce planning and management practices that we examined. We took a look at 15 practices and grouped them into five areas. Um, and the Secret Service substantially implemented practices related to employee morale and performance management. However, they did not do very well in implementing strategic planning, recruitment and hiring, and training and development. Um, and you might ask in terms of employee morale and performance, or employee morale specifically, we, we focus solely on the IT staff. Now, the Secret Service does have a fair amount of work that they need to do to address morale issues across the agency, and DHS also has to do that as well. But at least in terms of Secret Service's IT staff, the majority of them did report that their morale was either very good or excellent. And the reason being is because um, the Secret Service um, Office of uh, Chief Information Officer did quite a bit of work in in implementing the the key practices there, which were, for example, determining root causes for employee morale problems, as well as establishing and tracking metrics of success for improving employee morale. Because Secret Service is matrixed in sort of strangely. They have some very unique missions, protecting the president, of course, and also their currency-related jobs. But yet they're, and so they're, and they're physically separate from much of DHS. I think they not too far from the Verizon Center is the back door there because I've parked in that alley. And they are yet part of DHS, so they're probably under some pressure to use shared services as part of their IT. So how do they tend to manage the way, they're, the way they fit in the universe? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Secret Service does have a wide-ranging mission. And so in doing so, they heavily rely on the use of IT infrastructure and systems to carry out that mission. Um, And what we found was that the Secret Service Chief Information Officer implemented 11 of 14 key responsibilities that they're expected to perform um, per DHS policy. So that's a good news story. That's the vast majority of responsibilities that we examined. Um, And these responsibilities include developing and reviewing the agency's IT budget formulation and execution, as well as developing, implementing, and maintaining a detailed IT strategic plan. We also found that there were three remaining responsibilities that were only partially implemented. One such practice was related to the review of IT contracts. Now, DHS policy requires uh, component CIOs to review and approve them, and so we pulled a random sample of about 33 IT contracts within Secret Service that were awarded over a nine-month period, and we found that of the 33, there were 31 that were reviewed and approved, and there were two that were not. 
Um, those two had a combined value of about $1.8 million, and Secret Service officials did acknowledge that those contracts should have been reviewed, and they just couldn't explain to us as to why those contracts fell under the radar. And so, accordingly, we did make a recommendation that the Secret Service establish a process to ensure that the CIO reviews all contracts as appropriate. We're speaking with Carol Harris, Director of Information Technology and Acquisition Management Issues at the Government Accountability Office. So the Secret Service has a set of contracts that are unique to it, including the 33, and that was just a sample of them that you looked at. That is correct. And so um, per DHS policy, the Chief Information Officer is required to review um, these these IT contracts to ensure that you know those contracts are consistent with um, his or her IT strategic uh, plan. And so that's the reason why we made the recommendation for Secret Service to ensure that they have a process in place to ensure that those contracts are effectively reviewed and, and approved. Yeah, if the CIO wants to be in line with FITARA, then that would seem to be a crucial part of that responsibility to review the contracts because that's where the spending goes. Absolutely. Now, with respect to the strategic practices for workforce planning, I mean, what did they say about it? Did they say they agree with your recommendations to get on the stick with those particular processes, the 15 that you identified, and are they going to do it? Yes. So we made a total of 13 recommendations um, as it relates to the IT workforce. The recommendations were specific to identifying the skills needed for its IT workforce, and the Secret Service did concur with all 13 recommendations and they did provide estimated dates for implementing each of them. And, you know, when you work for a place like the Secret Service, I guess maybe this is true for most agencies, the question arises if you are in an administrative type of function or an enabling function like IT or accounting, you know, is your sense of loyalty to the mission of that organization, which, you know, so many of them are unique, versus just the function, and you could go anywhere. You could go to the National Endowment for the Arts and do the same thing, for example, very different from the Secret Service. Sure. Uh, does it appear as if the CIO is engendering the high levels of morale that you mentioned because of some linkage to the mission, which is exciting? Sure. Well, we, we didn't um, take a look at the details as far as the, the reasons why Secret Service did such a, a good job in determining root causes of employee morale. We just made sure that they were carrying out that responsibility as required by DHS. But certainly, because Secret Service's mission is something that I think is is, is quite appealing, I, I I would imagine that that would be something that would appeal to the employees that work there, um, at least as far as IT is concerned, considering that uh, the majority of them did report morale to be very good or excellent. Now, they still have quite a bit of work to do as far as recruiting and hiring, for example, um, in implementing recruiting and hiring activities to address the skill and, and staffing gaps um, that, that they currently have. And, and I, I would imagine that because of the appeal of the mission, that would be something that they could use um, to improve their recruitment and hiring practices. So if you add it all up, and this is me talking, and say they have a B-minus for workforce management and IT types of issues, just to peg somewhere, how would you say Secret Service ranks in relation to the average across government or in comparison to the agencies that are best at this particular aspect of IT? Um, I'd say they're they're ranked one of the highest as it, as it relates to employee morale, considering that the majority of their IT staff did report morale to be to be so high. 
but with respect to management of strategic management of the workforce and the rest of the IT management, how, how do they rank? Um, I'd say probably middle of the pack um, because of those areas that, of, if you look at it in totality, strategic planning, recruitment and hiring, training and development, um, those were all areas where we found to be minimally implemented. So there is still quite a bit of work that Secret Service needs to do, and they can certainly build on the successes that they currently are experiencing with employee morale and performance management. Because if you don't do all those other things, eventually that could seep into morale. Absolutely. The recommendations you made pretty much accepted by the agency? Yes. Uh, DHS and Secret Service concurred with all recommendations that we made. And again, we were very um, we, we were very pleased to see that they had also established estimated dates for implementing each of those recommendations. Carol Harris is Director of Information Technology and Acquisition Management Issues at the Government Accountability Office. As always, thanks so much. You're welcome. Find a link to her report and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.